Hello lovelies, welcome back to A Stroke of Life podcast. My name is Anita and today let's talk about confidence. I am recording this on my sixth year stroke anniversary. I can't believe how fast time is going and it's already been six years. Around this time, I always like to do a reflection. To be honest, it just automatically pops up and like a notification, I'm always reminded about my stroke every year around this time. So instead of feeling anxious about it and freaking out and overanalyze my whole body and just having a lot of anxiety, I decided I want to just embrace it instead of letting my fear take over my experiences. So I decided that why not dedicate this episode on confidence because my confidence was nowhere near what I wanted to be back then and I'm so working on it I would say I'm fairly confident now but we can always work on anything six years ago after my stroke I was definitely no way near confident I was so ashamed embarrassed and felt like everyone out there judged me You know, when I first got discharged out of the hospital and rehab, I still wasn't steady and, you know, needed accessibility, wheelchairs and walkers. But as a 24-year-old, I just didn't want to stay home 24-7. But I was also so insecure that I was paranoid to go out. And if I did... I would just feel so embarrassed and want to hide my face and just hide. I obviously did change and it was a long process to work on and now presently I am not ashamed of my stroke and I am confident most of the time and that is normal. We fluctuate as human beings. Overall, I would say majority of the time, I'm fairly confident in myself. And today, I just want to share my journey on working on my confidence and what worked for me and how I evolved to be a much more confident person than six years ago. But before that, let's take a music break.
welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that little break. It was really nice for me. I like to take this time to just close my eyes and breathe and be in the present. Let's circle back to the topic of today and that is confidence. Six years ago, I was also 24. I was still in my 20s and still growing up and learning my way in this big world and the society as a grown-up after graduating university with the addition of my stroke where a lot of things changed. I learned that I am the type of person that likes to know everything. I like to be in control. I don't like surprises and I just want everything to be what I planned for or else I wouldn't really do it. And I would say I was kind of a perfectionist, not gonna lie. And (laughs) yeah, that didn't help either just reminded me one of my early sessions with my therapist we drew a lot of circles and the two circles we focused in the beginning was what I can control and what I couldn't control and it was a I would say one of a big epiphany on myself because I think I was just always in denial of everything, of myself, and I just thought, you know, this is just me. I just like to plan everything, I like to know everything, so that I could prepare for the worst. And obviously, I didn't prepare for my stroke, I didn't plan on having a stroke, and I didn't know I was having a stroke, especially at 24, and... This is where I had to really learn to accept the unknown. And this also ties in with a lot of things and confidence is one of them. I was really insecure back then, even pre-stroke, I would say. I was definitely insecure and I was shy and soft-spoken, but I didn't like the way I looked and I think we all go through that phase when you're younger especially during puberty I just felt so left out and a loner and I didn't look the way I wanted to be I wasn't you know skinny or curvy or the way my body should be or how I looked I wish my I remember I wish my eyes were bigger I had a smaller nose, you know, defined jawline, EDC. I was very into my physical appearance and I was just never satisfied even with my grades and what I did. I just, yeah, I would say I put myself down the most. I was very self-destructing and that's not healthy. So, and I realized, so that's pre-stroke and to add on with my stroke, that was even worse because I completely lost a lot of 
things like a lot of physical attributes, a lot of physical things like I couldn't walk, and then when I learned how to walk, I was walking funky and weirdly in my eyes, and I was just so self-conscious of every detail of my body. I saw all the flaws in me, and these things. Are not within our control, and I think what helped me, because I would say I'm more of a visual person. So when my therapist and I drew it out in circles, and how different they are, far apart they are, and the things that I couldn't control, like my stroke, my physical attributes. Yeah, I can of. I decided down the road that I want to do, you know, plastic surgery or whatever, and I do not want to do that. But I realized these things are me. All of those things are made out of me and represents me and how unique I was. So learning. That and just separating that. Every time I feel overwhelmed, insecure, I feel judged or ashamed, I have to tell myself that what I, what if my friends or my loved ones, what if my friends and family said those things, would I be encouraging it or would I be like, no, like you're thinking too much about it, or like you know, you look beautiful, you are. The best you, and I should be doing that to myself. Why、well, do this to myself and destruct myself? From that day on, I really learned, and I started to become aware of myself and notice my thoughts. And that was the very beginning of evolving and growing and learning about being confident and. Gradually learning to accept a lot of things, and that really helped with building my confidence. So when I started focus on things I can control, like my opinions, my actions that I choose to make, physically, or mentally, or emotionally, those things are in my control, and I love that. I love planning. So let's just divert all my energy into that. So the first thing we really worked on was my physical, you know, just to get myself back to sitting up and walking without assistance. And I really de- dedicated a lot of my time with my physical aspect, and not in the sense of like you know beauty, not in the sense of oh I need to do my, not in the sense that before where. You know, I need to do my hair. I need to get my hair done, or do my nails, or do you know some mask every weekend? Like it was to the point that I just want to be able to do stuff, physical activities, and have fun because I love to do adventurous things, and I just want to get back to that point where I could do those things and. That was my main focus, a physical aspect. So, exercising, moving my body. I really focused on moving my body. I do not want to be where I was six years ago. Even to this day, it's a great reminder because sometimes I 
don't feel like moving or I'm very stressed and overwhelmed. And I know there's times that we can rest and I have rest days, but I don't want to, you know, just not do anything for too long because then I create a habit and I know that's not good for me. In the end, I know moving my body and everyone's needs are different. Everyone's energy is different. You know, for me, I started with really minimal body weight exercises just to build strength again and now I could you know lift you know do bicep curls like five pounds five pound dumbbells and I'm that's not even heavy for a lot of people but you know I've been through a lot and you know over the six years I'm pretty proud to do you know bicep curls with five pound dumbbells in each hand and you know doing three reps of 10 and I'm very proud of that I'm very proud that you know I could walk I could jog again I could do certain activities and I'm more flexible I could do mundane things I get to be able to walk to be able to be independent and not depend on others and helping me and that really helped my confidence the more i worked out the more i moved my body the more energy i got and the dopamine i got from the workouts i just feel great and my body started changing naturally and i love it i love how strong i look i love how strong i feel and felt and it was definitely a boost in confidence. And now here I am six years down the road. It's so much easier saying it than doing it. At that time, I wanted to give up so many times. It was really hard. And one of the things that really helped me is the community and the accountability. And my therapist, he really really helped me and encouraged me and motivate me to do the best I could do at that time and really challenged me and for me it was also my I guess I would say motivation I had a very high motivation to do a lot of things and let's say for now my motivation is not that high I just want to maintain what I'm doing right now and I feel the healthiest right now so I'm not putting too much pressure on it but I will always continue to move my body and that's one thing I can control and it definitely helped boost my confidence another aspect after working on you know my body and working out and getting stronger I found that my fashion or my clothing styles definitely fluctuated. I was always in loose clothes and then afterwards I was in athleisure, I guess you'd say, because I would go to rehab a lot. And I realized if I dressed in the colors I like or just, you know, putting my spin on my workout, clothes I would feel more motivated to go to my rehab and work out and that also plays an aspect in boosting our confidence you know with the pandemic 
I'm guilty of just letting myself go in a sense like I just love being in my PJs or sweatpants and there's nothing wrong with that because comfortable being comfy it's great I feel good but nowadays I also want to dress up and said I rather dress up for me and not to impress others I have a fun time putting pieces together pieces that I enjoy wearing I feel the most comfortable in my own skin and pieces that make me feel confident and also comes with just taking care of our bodies I there's always like a connotation with certain words like I don't agree with the word high maintenance. I don't think it's high maintenance to take care of yourself. I believe we should be taking care of ourselves and love ourselves. If we have that, that's really great to love ourselves, to you know, spend that time to dedicate to ourselves to take care of our body. I don't think that's high maintenance. I think that's just caring for you in the most beautiful way and instantly it helps us feel less insecure and then i also want to talk about the mental internal aspect of what we can control with that said there's also the emotional part and you know we're humans so definitely we have emotions and i would say i'm an emotional person and I really worked a lot on accepting my emotions, but also not controlling it to the point that I'm just going to hold it and then burst. Something happens, someone pulled the trigger or I pulled the trigger and I just exploded. I don't want that. I just want to have my emotions be little waves, you know, and it happens and I the more I learn about myself the more I plan for myself what I could do yeah it's great I obviously added habits into my life that helps with my emotions like I still see a therapist I think it's very beneficial for me it might not work for others but I love it it really helps me keep sane and just helps me be more less bigger ways more just many ways and i also like to meditate and i say i didn't like meditating at all it's really hard i still find it hard but you know i just do it for like three to five minutes if i can and it feels great and it doesn't have to be meditation i you could just you know if you enjoy yoga like or something else i just i don't know why i just thought of yoga but like you could do something else that helps you feel great and help with easing your emotions like for me sometimes i just like to doodle and paint and there's other times i just want to cuddle my dog and then there's times i just want to do yoga or sometimes i just don't want to do anything or i just want to watch netflix just finding little things that i could do that help me with my emotions and then there's also learning 
I believe that learning really helps with confidence. The more we know, the more knowledge we know, the more we learn, I feel smarter. I feel like I know more. Yeah, I feel more educated and it just makes me feel more confident because I could answer questions that people have if they ask me something and it's very empowering. Six years ago, I had no idea about strokes, especially strokes in young people and I had no idea even what FAST stands for and then the more I learned about it, I was like, wow, our brain is fascinating. Our whole body in general is just fascinating. There's just so much unknowns out there and for me what works is just to stay curious be curious like when you're a little kid just look outside the world there's so much out there that we can learn from too for me at least it really helps with my confidence being curious being open to learning new things with being more open and learning new things we find out what we enjoy and what we don't like and what we want to pursue and it's great and on to the next thing is doing something you're good at i would say ever since i was a kid i would say i was average in everything i wasn't good at one particular thing and it really upset me i always wish i was just like uh, i knew what i want i'm good at this thing you know this is my talent i'm just gonna keep doing this no i didn't get that and i wasn't very happy and you know everyone's good at something and doing something you're good at doesn't have to be like a hard thing it could just be organizing pens or you know you could be good at directions and that's something that you're really good at or you're really good at planning your travels and that's something you know people always ask you about and recommendations oh you're very good at you know trying you know you're very good at the restaurant scenes or the foodie scene in the city and you're like the go-to I feel like when we're good at something or we know a lot about something and people ask you, you just feel more confident because you know the answers to it and that coincides with learning. And yeah, over the six years, I've worked on all those things, the external and internal factors of growing and evolving and that really helped with my confidence and really tackled my insecurity because it's hard up there i would say for people like you know for us it's hard out there in today's society and i'm not gonna lie it's hard out there and yeah being in my 20s i would say i grew a lot and now i'm in my 30s i am so glad so glad that i've been through what i've been through and i'm forever grateful for it and now i could talk about it without feeling embarrassed or ashamed and i'm confident and i'm proud to talk about it i think that's something that we should all strive for to be proud of something even if it's something small that you think is probably small but others don't it's a big thing and it's a big deal and that is it for today thank you for listening 
and cheers to growing. Before I go, please show some love by leaving a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you have any questions, feel free to message me on Instagram at a stroke of life or my website at a stroke of life.com. Lastly, and most importantly, shook that follow button and remember to think fast and save lives. Thank you.